Monday. Hi, everybody, and welcome. It is Monday, my favorite day. Why? Because it is Mothers of Multifamily, and I have the beautiful, the amazing, oh my goodness, I love this woman for her fitness goals, Taylor Carney. Welcome, Taylor. Hi, everybody. <laughs> well, Taylor, Taylor is a multifamily investor in Ohio where she partners with her husband, Kyle. In the two years that they have been investing in real estate, they have acquired 14 doors. Of these, 12 of them are managed by Taylor and her husband. Taylor and Kyle also started a new multifamily meetup in Columbus, Ohio. You guys have to check that out after this all blows over. Yes. Taylor is currently a stay-at-home mom with her three-year-old daughter. In addition to real estate, Taylor is passionate about fitness and nutrition. If you guys don't follow her, oh my goodness, this woman is swole. <laughs> it is 75 harder, yes, and enjoys activities such as lifting, running 5Ks, yoga, hiking, CrossFit, and cycling. Taylor is also dedicated to deepening her faith with Christ. With any of her free time she has, Taylor also enjoys cleaning, volunteering at a local church and humane society, spending time with family, and going on vacation. Welcome, Taylor. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thank you so much for letting me be a part of this. It's such an honor because there have been so many amazing women that have been on this podcast. So I'm super excited. Well, you are an amazing woman. You are a mama after my own heart. Taylor, how do you do it all? How are you, this fitness goddess, managing 14 units, mm -hmm. managing 12 out of your 14 units? How are you doing everything? How do you do it? Well, I think for the most part, it's really important to just first decide what your priorities are. And once you figure out what your priorities are in life, whether that's your family or your business or your health, then what I do is I create a list every day of the tasks that I need to get done. So I have my priorities, which since I'm a stay-at-home mom, that's obviously taking care of my daughter and doing things with her. And then anything else that comes after that, that I can do with my daughter. So anything involving the business or volunteering or taking her to the park with me so we can exercise together. But it's really important to just decide what you need to do on a day-to-day -day basis and then stick to that. Don't try to overwhelm yourself with 10 or 20 tasks and then you don't get to them all and then you feel disappointed. I think it's super important to just, whatever it is, even if it's only three things, get those three things done and then be proud of yourself. And then if you have extra time, you can do other tasks. But if not, save them for tomorrow and don't stress yourself out. So I'm going to clue in because all that was old. I'm going to clue in to a couple of things that you said, especially one thing. Mm -hmm. Like give yourself a pat on that for your accomplishments. I don't think, especially as mothers, but fathers too, I don't think we do that enough. I mean, especially no. high functioning entrepreneurs who are just, let's do this. I have this goal. I have all the goals. Right. You reach that goal there's always the other one there's always mm -hmm. the tops it there's always the next thing the next best thing that goal that you had it took you a long time to get to that folks mm -hmm. 
give yourself credit for that goal. Even if it's just simply, for some people, it's simply like getting out of bed. And if you're, if you're one of those people, please, please, please reach out. Let me give you a virtual hug and let's see what we can do for you. But for others, it's like, I reach $10 million of assets and management. I reach 20, I reach 30, I reach 200. My personal goal is 250, or 450 um, million dollars of assets and management. So that's my goal and I will reach it. But in order to get to that goal, like you said, and I'm gonna clue into other something else that you said, it's the small steps. What are the small steps within your day that you can use to get to your goal? So Taylor, as a mommy and an entrepreneur, how would you suggest to other mothers out there, there that they start? I would suggest starting by finding out what your time wasters are. For me, I didn't find out what my time wasters are until I started 75 hard. And then I realized how much extra time I was spending scrolling on my phone or just, you know, wandering in the grocery store, looking at the shelves instead of sticking to what's already on my list. And once you find out what the little time wasters are and you cut those out, you'll be so surprised at how much time you gain during your day, whether it's 10 minutes here, 20 minutes there, when you add that up for an entire day, and then you multiply that by the entire week, it opens up so many doors for you to take on other opportunities or just get better at something, or even if it's something as simple as taking a moment to work on breathing or meditating, or if you have a vision board and you need to spend more time with that, then you now have that time. That is incredible. No, that's great advice. First, we're going to touch on that. Then we're going to get to 75 cards because that is, this is why, this is just one of the reasons why I love this woman, folks. Okay, so getting your time back. That makes so much sense. It's cutting out those small little things that waste your time, i.e. going to the grocery store and just kind of lazing through and letting you know you have, like, if you went in there, you could get in and out in 15 minutes. You really stuck to your time. That, like, cuts out for most of us. I know that would cut out 45 minutes of my time because I go into a grocery store. I could spend an hour there. Yeah. You could too. So it's cutting out those times. And what Taylor mentioned, 75 hard. So Taylor, because I you know that I could like talk for days on 75 hard, but let's hear it from you. What is 75 hard? Who created it and how has it changed your life? So for anyone that doesn't know, 75 Hard was created by Andy Frisilla. And if you're not familiar with who he is, he is the CEO of First Form, which is a very popular supplement company. So you might've heard of them. And what the program is, is 75 days straight in a row of two workouts daily, one of them being outdoors and they have to be 45 minutes, drinking a gallon of water, no alcohol, no cheap meals, but the eating habits are open to whatever you're currently doing. So you can do it if you are vegetarian or gluten-free or you do a keto-based diet. Um, you have to read eat healthy. Yes. Yep. And reading 10 pages in a book per day and it's, you know, personal growth or business related. So anything nonfiction. And I think I hit them all. I'll take a progress picture. 
Yes. Yeah. Oh, you have to take the progress picture. Yeah. There are a lot of people that forget to take that picture and they fail. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then, so if you don't do any of those things, then you are supposed to start over from day one. And the goal is to go through all 75 days successfully. Yes. Yes. And it's, it's difficult. And how does that, because again, I was about to like, I was about to give it all away, but I know, you know, how does that get your time back? How does 75 hard help you get your time back? Well, it helps me get my time back because it forces me to look at my schedule in advance instead of just taking it day by day. And so with me being a stay at home mom, I know that I'm going to have to take care of my daughter, like cook her meals and just keep an eye on her and play with her because she's at that age where she's almost in preschool, but like not. So we're working on vocabulary and shapes and colors and potty training and all those important things. And she's like a sponge. So it's very important to spend time with your child and work on educating them. So I have to get up earlier and I have to be very intentful. I have to have my water bottle with me everywhere I go. And it helps me get my time back that way because I know, okay, I'm on you know day 20. Do I really want to start over tomorrow because I decided to sit on the couch for an extra 10 minutes? Or do I want to you know, focus on that reading? So it kind of lights a fire under you to see how determined you really are and how much energy you're really putting into your life and your everyday tasks. Well, let's talk a little bit about your, your fitness goals because, and I'm, when I first met you on Facebook, it was through, it was basically kind of real estate, but mm -hmm. more fitness. Cause I found as soon as Jason and I had jumped into 75 hard, all of a sudden my world opened up to this fitness world of just these incredible people doing incredible things for their bodies, with their bodies, for other people. And you were one of them. You were posting pictures, you were posting healthful pictures, um, healthful and, you know, things about faith. And I, I was really, really drawn to you. So how does your faith, your fitness, and your focus, I love alliterations, <laughs> drive you to be the mother and woman you are? Well, I think it's important for faith to come first. And when you do put your faith first, everything else kind of falls behind it, but in a very easy and manageable way. So I think a lot of times when people go on a fitness journey, they tend to be focused on what they look like instead of how they're changing mentally and in their heart. So for me, I kind of focus on, okay, I'm just wanting to be healthy. I want to be healthy for my family. I want to be healthy so I can help others be healthy. I don't focus on myself. And I think my faith helps with that. My fitness is based on trying to just help others. And I think it's important to do various forms of exercise and be the guinea pig with different diets so that way you have that experience so that way when people do come to you you can say you know i'm not you know a nutritionist i'm not a dietitian but from my experience 
you know, this is the experience I've had with X, Y, or Z. And I'm showing my daughter healthy habits. She's seeing my husband and I eat healthy. She's watching me do yoga and she's doing it right beside me. And just seeing her mimic me in so many ways. She likes to eat vegetables. She likes to eat eggs and steak and all the healthy things. And that is so motivating to see what kind of impact I've had on her at only three years old and how she's gonna grow up just with those healthy habits naturally and not having to be forced. And I think that that's super important to not force your children to do what you like to do. You don't wanna like necessarily live through your children, but if you can just lead by example, then I think that they have a better chance at becoming the people you want them to be not only in faith and in health, but also in work ethic and determination and integrity and focus. Let's, let's concentrate on that a little bit more. Um, real estate and being a stay-at-home mom. I mean, mm-hmm. that's huge. There's so many stay-at-home moms I know, and gosh, stay-at-home moms, we're, we're a special breed. I mean, I consider myself a part-time stay-at-home mom, not even a part-time worker. I mm-hmm. like, my focus is the home and then, my secondary focus is our business. Right. We work a lot in our business, but home is where my heart is, especially now in these days. Mm-hmm. So how do you do it? How are you able to manage your rentals and create the real estate empire that you have created and are continuously building upon? How are you able to do that and be a stay-at-home mom for your three-year-old who's not in daycare she's not going to a she's not going to school yet she's home with you at all times how are you able to do that well what my husband and i like to do is we divide up that the tasks that need to be done within the business and that helps a lot for example if there's a maintenance call my husband will take care of that because he's very handy and it's a lot easier to just go and take care of the situation when you don't have to watch a three-year-old. But there are tasks that I'm able to do with her. We can you know, go to the bank. If we know that we're gonna need some supplies for a rehab, we can go to Lowe's and pick them up. We can work on calling different realtors or brokers if we see something online i can do that during the day while i'm home with her and so that's really helpful is working as a team Mm -hmm. and not only are we husband and wife but we're business partners so when we're talking about the business we have to decide okay what is best for taylor to do and what is best for kyle to do based on our strengths and weaknesses and so that's kind of how we navigate those waters is things that I'm able to do with a three-year-old versus, you know, what is best to be done without a three-year-old. And that's usually what my husband does. Yeah, I guess plumbing and uh, watching a three-year-old wouldn't go <laughs> No, not at all. <laughs> oh, can I go play in the toilet? No, 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 no. <laughs> Um, sounds like you and Kyle have a great relationship, great communication, and a great partnership. How, how is the partnership aspect 
working between the both of you? I get that question a lot for me and Jason, like how mm -hmm. are we able to keep our relationship consistent and constant and loving and caring and still work on the business level where yes, we are still husband and wife and that all the dynamics that that entails, but we're also business partners. Can you dive a little bit into that? Yeah. So I think that just for our relationship, communication has always been something that's been very important to both of us. So when we decided to get into real estate and be business partners, that communication aspect was already there. And being in business together only strengthens that. And real estate is something that is a passion of both of ours. So we don't really struggle with bringing our work home with us because when we have free time, that's just what we enjoy talking about. We enjoy talking about real estate. We enjoy talking about, oh, like what can we do to get the next deal closed? What can we do to market better? What can we do to expand our business? Should we start another one to help with the rentals? And so it's not what people would normally typically think of when they think of business partners that might bicker or butt heads for us we are so alike and we just get along that we don't have any issues really. I think that that is really important that our relationship as husband and wife was so strong and we have such a good bond that it made sense for us to be business partners and to go on this venture together. That is great advice for anybody that's out there. Base, if you, ladies and gentlemen who are thinking about getting into, into business with your significant others, base your business on the strength of your, of your existing relationship. If your relationship is strong going forward, then chances are it'll be, going, it'll be strong going forward into your business. Work on the relationship first. That is most important. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, absolutely. If you're having problems in your relationship, then as much as you might want to start a business with that person, you might want to just hold off and figure out what's, what's rocky and what's going on. <laughs> Putting the layer of business isn't going to solve anything. It's just, no, no. <laughs> but find the strength, find your strengths and make it, make the business work through, through your faith, through your love for each other and through your passions, like Taylor said. So, Taylor, before I let you go, can you give my mamas and my papas out there any key advice for moving forward in real estate, in life, and motherhood? Really, the doors wide open. Any sort of advice that you could give anybody out there? I would say that my biggest piece of advice is to just get out there and do it. You have to try. That's one thing that Kyle and I agree on when it comes to business is that if there's some sort of business venture we want to go on, whether it's in the real estate business with our rentals, or if we want to start an entirely new business, him and I both have the mindset of we would rather say that we tried and it didn't work than have regret of never trying it at all. So if you have any sort of steps that you can take to just get started, then do it. Because once you get your foot in the door and once you do that first thing, whether you close that first deal or you talk to that first broker, it gives you the confidence to continue on. 
And that is something that has helped Kyle and I tremendously is to just do it. And once you do it once, you get that confidence up and then you can do something that seems more intimidating and then you can do something else that seems more intimidating and then you can look back and it's no longer intimidating because you've seen where it has gotten you and you've seen the success and the growth and the knowledge that it's brought. That is amazing advice. Thank you so much for coming on, Taylor. I am so honored to have you here. Yeah, thank you so much for your time. It was very, very fun. And thank you, thank you to everyone who lists, who is listening today. If you loved what you listened to, please leave a rating and review and please subscribe. It would, it would do my heart, it would make my heart happy. <laughs> anyway, you all have a great, great day and I'm so grateful to you for listening. Bye now.